Hi guys, you're back with us for another episode of Touch of Gloves. I'm Jed. I'm Jace. Uh, and this is our 20th episode, uh, which doesn't sound like a big deal to you probably, but... I didn't think you were going to make it this far, but we have. Exactly. For us, I think that is kind of a big deal. Um, after the first episode where we had to get pretty drunk to, to do it, I mm. didn't think we'd and be doing it. And obviously being an issue, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I didn't think we'd still be going like three or four months later, uh, but we are. Um, I think it's probably one of the only things keeping me sane during lockdown. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we thought for this anniversary episode, we'll um, we'll still do news and notes, but rather than sort of like break down any cards or anything, uh, we're just going to, well, talk some shit probably. Would you say that's fair? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> And then Again, we're going to go through that, uh, a fantasy bantamweight tournament, and then yeah. uh, and then we got a quiz which we we teased last week. Yeah, man. Um, so yeah, news and notes. I don't really want to go into the Jessica I card too much. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, not much the main to say. Card, like had a bunch of really quick finishes, uh, and then Dana was kind of trying to use that as like, see, it was a good card. It's like, well, no, the fights weren't too bad. But it's still, they had absolutely no bearing on any of the divisions they took place in. Mm-hmm. Um, Jessica Waite fell to... Jessica Waite, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That should be her new name. Jessica, Jessica I fell to make Waite mm-hmm. uh, for the second fight in a row. Um, I mean, admittedly, she only missed it by, like, quarter of a pound. But then apparently uh, she was holding onto a towel, wasn't she? I didn't get to yeah. see it, but um, she, she probably missed it by a couple of pounds, so... Yeah, if that is what yeah. she, she shouldn't be allowed to stay at flyweight. Uh, after that. Probably not. I mean, I think she's like five, uh, like six and five, or possibly even six and six in the UFC now. Um, so she, I mean, because that division's so thin, she might be sticking around. But yeah, I think yeah, she was the number one contender, so she ain't gonna well, just get dropped. How thin it was. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, that card itself was what it was. Um, but yeah, the the next numbered event. Because I think when we were talking about it last week, nothing had been announced. I was still in the impression it was Shevchenko versus Jojo Calderwood, which is is not the case at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, since that episode, they've they've announced the main card. Jace, do you want to do the honors and run through it? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So they've announced where it is as well, which we were discussing, where Fight Island actually exists. It's, <laughs> it's called Island. Really? Yaz Island. Yeah. yeah, and it's just it's a place. Fight at all. Yeah. yeah. I, when, yeah. when I pitched it in my head, I didn't picture it sharing, having an Ikea on it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no. it's just, yeah, it's not, it's like, it's like, oh, well, yeah, we're going to have it on Rhode Island. No, yeah, just because it's got island in the name. And maybe it is an island. That's not Fight Island. You can't dub that Fight Island. No. Like I saying, there's a Formula One track on it. They're not calling it Formula One Island. <laughs> no. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh. no, that is a joke. Just yeah. come out and say we tried, we couldn't, we couldn't afford it. We tried to buy a private island, didn't work. We're going here. Just yeah. be honest. Well, that's yeah, it. Even, I wonder if that was the plan from the start, or if they literally just scrambled something together. Definitely, the, the, the name island in it because they um he he said it was a private island. <laughs> There's no way he is bought uh. the island from an Abbey Abbey. Not a chance. So no. yeah, talking about uh. ass, but. I do care because the card is <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I don't care where it was as long as it is a good card and oh it my, is. yeah. yeah 
So it starts off with Amanda Rivers versus Paige Van Zandt. So Paige is back. Mm-hmm. Um, and what, what I was looking at Amanda Rivers' uh, last fight. She's undefeated by the looks of it. I think uh, she's got one loss, but I think she, she might be undefeated in UFC. Um, yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. In the I UFC. think she's going to destroy. Yeah, she's 9-1 in UFC. So that's, that is the tough fight. I think she's going to walk through it. I think Paige is going to get destroyed. I mean, I swear she's been just inj- very injury prone. She had a broken arm. She obviously was out for ages. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, with all this going on, like I can't really imagine she's going to be back to full strength with the way she's been training uh, due to lockdown and stuff. Uh, Rubis is a, is a hard fight for anyone in that division, especially someone who's coming off of such inactivity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah yeah she i i'd agree with you on that one um yeah i think she she needed to uh sh- like sh- shake off that ring rust with someone else i believe but if she pulls off that win oh yeah hey, first yeah, yeah. yeah exactly what a challenge um and then we've got another female fight after that jessica andrade versus uh versus rose namajunas mm-hmm. which we've been waiting for for ages yeah, I'm glad they're running it back. Um, Definitely, yeah. Because, yeah, it was a fight where Rose was winning and then Dominating. she got smashed on her head. Yeah, oh, I power slam. Think about it. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, like that was clearly Jessica's plan because she tried it twice. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, even so, even Joe was saying during that fight, if she just holds onto the arm, she should be okay. Oh no, 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 Jessica, uh, like basically just adjusted mm-hmm. and uh, managed to land it on her head yeah so she won um, the fight like it's not it wasn't luck no, like it no. was a game plan that mm-hmm. she implemented made exactly. the relevant adjustments and got a dramatic finish yeah um i'll be rooting for rose uh but i'm thinking it's going to be another good one amazing yeah and then we get peter yan versus jose aldo so a bantamweight title weight boo <laughs> yeah it's a great fight completely yeah. undeserved yeah it's a good fight um but yeah uh, I, I think we got our we got so excited by the idea of a, a, a bantamweight tournament so much exactly. so that we're gonna do it anyway in a minute yeah um yeah we, we're not too keen on this uh deciding because yeah, um, if it's jose just, wins it's... Like, yeah i know exactly it's just gonna feel almost like fluke even if he absolutely dismantles him over five rounds it's still going to kind of feel undeserved whereas if it was in a a tournament format and he went through like three dudes to become champ yeah yeah, he he went he beat them well it's because it is undeserved yeah he lost his last fight last fight so yeah yeah, no it's completely undeserved and uh, i think us talking about this sort of bantamweight tournament it's going to be quite good just talk about the bantamweight division in, in itself just like how stacked it is yeah man very exciting. um and how exciting that that division is going to be in the future but it, it's good it's good that they're going to have a champ at the end of it uh at least yeah um and then yeah we can go from there but yeah peter Yan's definitely winning that one i don't see how you jose aldo i'd be yeah i'd be surprised if anything but but that yeah transpires yeah definitely i think he's, they're just giving him a name i guess yeah um, and then the build, co-main build him up. and then the co-main uh, Alexander Volkanovsky versus Max Holloway 2 an immediate was... rematch how do you feel well I'm a massive Max Holloway fan he's my favourite fighter in the UFC so I feel great <laughs> <laughs> giving, him, giving him another shot do you it. think um, he wins I think he can win yeah 
does he win? I, it's a tough one. There was. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not going to lie. I've not know. watched it back since. And so part of me wonders if my brain has kind of done that thing where I've made it more dominant in, in retrospect than it actually was. Mm. So like in my mind, there was no question mark. Alexander won that fight clearly. He definitely clearly uh, won it, but Max Holloway did look good for some of the rounds. Yeah. Um, I think for me, if you're going to do an immediate rematch, there either needs to be some controversy or at the very least needs to be extremely close. And I didn't remember it being a controversial decision. I remember Alexander just beating him. So I'm like, yeah, at the same time, much like yourself, I am a big Holloway fan. Uh, and that is a great co-main. And it was a great fight the first time around. Um, so, yeah, why not? Yeah. No, yeah, I, I, I'm glad. I think I was just looking at, just looking at now, the scorecards were 48, 47, 48, 47, and 50, 45. So it was a big swing to Volkanovski, but it wasn't so far out there where yeah. every judge gave him every round. But, and it's Max Holloway. I mean, he was the champion at the time. Mm-hmm. And arguably, like, the best featherweight in that division at the moment. So, yeah, run it back. Um, I don't know if any of the, the other guys are... Or either in the in in America or even ready for it. Obviously, this fight's not in America. Uh, oh yeah, the, sorry, yeah, yeah. The um, same fight island. A, uh, able to travel, should I say? But uh, yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, I suppose if they're going to justify giving Josie Aldo a shot, I can't really complain about Max Holloway getting one. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think that's a great fight. I mean, so we've got three title fights on this card. That's insane. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, because the main event title fight against uh, Kamar Usman and Gilbert Burns. Yeah, Gilbert Burns obviously staking his claim as the number one contender by completely dominating former champ Tyron Woodley. A couple uh, of weeks ago. Yeah, exactly. And there, here he is back again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think these guys are friends and I think they're former training partners. They are, you're current right. Training yeah, partners. they said about, uh, I guess, when, when, when you're in the ring and Bruce Buffer calls out your name, you're just gonna it's just you there's a yeah, man in front of you isn't it yeah just get away it's your job you're gonna go for it but then uh, yeah we never know but yeah that is an interesting matchup like mm-hmm. i'm intrigued by that I'm, i mean if i'm being honest i'm intrigued by every fight on the main card uh probably for me the one that has the least kind of intrigue is is rebus versus Paige van sant as i think Paige just gets blown out but if she doesn't as i said that will be yeah because she's been out of the game for so long you just never know exactly yeah uh, but yeah, very exciting card. Definitely be staying up for that one. Oh yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. I can't yeah. Lie, slightly worried about when we start talking about our bets. I'm pretty sure you're going to be leaning towards Holloway, and I'm going to not. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, there yeah. might be a bit of a discussion there. Um, but yeah, what an absolutely stacked card. That's what 250 should have been. Um, 100. But yeah, yeah, we've got it. We've got it for 251. I'm not going to complain. It's great. Uh, and yeah, cannot wait to watch it. Hmm. Definitely. Uh, and also Frankie Edgar. Uh, Frankie Edgar, I believe, is making his bantamweight debut on the prelims. Yeah. Pedro Munoz, which is a really good fight. Um, my only concern there is Frankie was getting stopped at uh, 145 with the additional weight cut. Is he going to be more prone to getting stopped mm. at 135? Uh, I guess time will tell. But I'm rooting for him. Uh, we're both big fans of, of Frankie Edgar. Um, but yeah, another big name fight. This so this card so stacked is not even making it to the main card, which is very cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it just shows you, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. How good that card is. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of um, it was two four nine, wasn't it? How stacked that was. 
just how excited I was for it. Oh yeah, indeed. Uh, but yeah, no, very excited. Uh, and I guess now we move on to the the talking shit, <laughs> the bantamweight tournament. Um, yeah, because yeah, we I, I said about it last week, and uh, the more we sort of thought about it, the more we thought it'd be quite a good discussion just to go through the bantamweight yeah, division and um, just how cool that would have looked. So, so it's kind of like a bit of fantasy, really, isn't it? Just, how are we doing it then? Top eight? Yeah, one, I think top number eight. one fights eight and so on. Yeah, because if you don't go top eight, you have to go top sixteen. Yeah. Um, so for it to work, for it to be a knockout tournament, yeah, um, yeah you'd have to double it to, to to sixteen. Which I think obviously you've got the top fifteen guys. You've got Sean O'Malley, which has now made the the rankings in top fifteen. Yeah. But you've got people like Dominic Cruz, who probably ain't gonna fight ever again. Son, you're done. That'd be cool to have him in it, but yeah, there's a yeah, few people I think, that I think by not going, yeah, but at the same time we don't want to be here for ten hours breaking down fights. Yes, yeah, I think the top, fights that aren't happening. Top eight is what you would realistically like to see as well. Yeah, man. Um, uh, and then you would do. We were looking at. So you got the rankings. Number one, uh, Marlon so Morass versus Hafiel yeah. Sunkow. Would that be yeah. right? Yeah, that's cool. right. Um, so what do we do? Want to go through the bracket and then break it down how we think it would go? Yeah, yeah, sure. So yeah, one, so the first fight yeah. would be Marlon Moraz versus uh, Asanko. And then the second fight would be Aljamain Sterling. Sterling versus Pedro Munoz. Munoz, yeah. Then weirdly... Fight, yeah, it would be the fight we're getting here. Peter uh, Yan versus Peter Jose Aldo. He's number six, is he? He's six. ranked six in the division... Despite mm-hmm. having one fight in it, which was a loss. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and then Corey Sanhagen versus Cody Garbrandt. Cody Garbrandt. Okay. Um, I reckon out of those, the hardest to call is Sanhagen versus Garbrandt based on their most recent performances. Yeah. Uh, yeah obviously, anyway. Sanhagen getting finished pretty early on by Sterling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly, so I assume yeah. we go first fight first, obviously. So Marlon Moraes versus Asun Kao. I'm assuming you're going a race by KO. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, KO yeah. in the second. Yeah, yeah I would, I would say. Sunkar is like 37, 38. Mm-hmm. Uh, his resistance appears to be, you know, lessening his, his reflexes. He still looks like a good fighter, uh, but he doesn't look like the fighter he was. And I don't think he competes with many of these guys. I think he'd give Jose Aldo a good fight. Um, but other than that, I think probably everyone on this list beats him yeah uh, so yeah i think maurice gets through that pretty quickly um and then on the other would this be on the other side of the bracket then sterling versus uh munoz well sterling looked phenomenal in his last fight didn't he he did indeed mm-hmm. uh i mean he has in most of his fights apart from against marlon maurice where he got uh ko'd by a head kick <laughs> exactly uh, yeah so yeah pedro munoz is good uh he's got um wicked power on his hands uh, but he, I think he's a bit too reckless. He loves a brawl. I can see Sterling kind of doing what he did to Sanhagen, taking him down and getting the submission. Uh, yeah. Do you disagree? Not at all. Can't disagree no. with that. No. Okay. Uh, then we go back over to the other side Peter of the Yan And the fight we're actually going to get. Yeah. Peter Yan versus Jose Aldo, which we've discussed quite, quite briefly. Um yeah, I just Peter. don't see how Yan loses. I mean, Prime Aldo, when he was a leg-kicking machine, could probably slow down Yan's movement and catch him. Mm-hmm. Um, but this version of Aldo, I don't see it. 
seems, yeah, exactly. Yeah, coming off a loss, it just seems that he he's desperately trying to get that win now, isn't he? Try to stay uh stay up there, stay relevant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is you never. I hate that stage of a fighter's career. Well, BJ like, Penn being the obvious exactly. one. Exactly, BJ mm. Penn and like yeah, possibly what Dominic Cruz might be now. Uh, although that might be jumping the gun, but po- you know it could be there. Where a Pettis is another one, whereas like what he was is gone, but he's still a name. Um, so they keep him around, and it's just yeah, diminishing returns for the rest of their career. Uh, but yeah, BJ Penn obviously being the worst example of that. Um, I mean, if Aldo does win, we're selling him short here. I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Well, uh, no, like his last couple, his last fights, he lost to um, Volkanovski, wouldn't it? And then Moraz. Well, this is it. We're saying them. We're saying the Moraz fight. Me and you are like two of the only people that thought that wasn't close. Yeah. So, like most of the most of the people. That aren't annoyed that Alex gets yeah, a shot is because Dana, they said he, he beat Maurice. Yeah. Uh, including Dana and Joe Rogan. Whereas yeah, we which, were like, no. No, not, definitely not. No. no. Yeah, um, the, the commentary on that was the most biased I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, it was weird, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Joe got into kind of his, his narrative early on and then stuck with it regardless of what was happening. Um, but yeah, it was like he decided like a minute into the second round that Aldo was winning, despite losing the first round. Mm-hmm. Clearly. So we were just very confused. It was almost like they decided they were going to give him a title shot before the fight. Joe had been told that. Well, this is evident. Yeah. Um, which isn't, is shit. Isn't, moves like down to Bantamweight and then, yeah, loses yeah. his first fight and, and straight away after yeah. that gets a t- title shot. It kind of, yeah, it seems. Mm-hmm. But my point is, the reason why I bring that up is because, like, as much as we are saying, oh, he's number six in the division and I, I think he's passed it and so on and so forth, he did give the number one contender in the division a fight it was close enough yeah it was a good fight so he's not yeah. done um so yeah like i i don't want to completely sell him short i think he will trouble yan um for a round or two and then i think yan will do what he needs to do um because one thing that surprised me as we're talking about this now we're saying how stacked the division is and it obviously is but the first three fights we've done we've we said they're essentially blowouts where Moray yeah, destroys what I was thinking earlier. Yeah. Sterling defeats and submits Munoz and Jan walks through Aldo. And I'm like, <laughs> is it that stack <laughs> if, if there's all these mismatches? But like I said, it's I still don't exciting think they, fights though, isn't yeah, it? Like, I don't yeah, think they are Aldo, mismatches. Despite um, it not being his weight and him coming down, even though he's getting older, which is strange, it's really tough to do. Yeah. He's still one of the greatest featherweights that ever exist. Yeah, so exactly. He's a great exactly. fighter. All of these guys are still top guys. Yeah. Uh, it's just the guys they're in there with are at their prime. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas that's not the case for the for the opponents. Um and then as I said, for me, the hardest one to call is Corey Sanhagen versus Cody Garbrandt on the other side of the of the bracket. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. No. Because, yeah, well, last week, we only, before Cody got that unbelievable knockout, he wasn't even ranked in the top eight, I don't think. No, he um, but he looked very quick, very yeah. strong. Uh, yeah, his timing was great. I just really liked everything he was doing in there. Yeah. Corey obviously didn't really get a chance to look much of anything. He just was wearing Sterling as a backpack pretty quickly. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Submitted. 
Got so it was hard tight. to say like he looked bad because he you know mm. he didn't get a chance really to look bad. But then I guess the the level of opposition he's beat a Sun Cow is like the main one. Uh, other than that, the people that he's beat, you would expect him to beat. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so that's a I don't assessment. know yeah. if um, you know enough to say that Corey's. I mean, I think guns in my head, I would say Corey. Yeah. See, I would. I would. After the last fights and the argument you just made about the fight, the fights that Corey have had previously, I would side towards Cody on this one and say Cody Garbrandt looked like a similar version, a lesser version than when he fought Dominic Cruz, but he looks way yeah. better than his last. Well, that's three it. After the, that. the Garbrandt that fought Cruz, I think, if not beats, gives any one of these dudes. Oh, he's a champion, isn't he? Yeah. An absolute that's... nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and yeah. I think he just, he, he's realised, obviously, because he just sees red, yeah. Cody. And so as long as he controls that and just stays in the fight, yeah. does exactly how, how what he did in the last fight. Good movement, good speed, mm-hmm. good pace. Very quick. Yeah. He uh he he can be a problem for anyone. Which so you think Cody it. takes it? I think Cody takes that fight. Well, in a way, that's good because that then means that on this side of the bracket, it's not the fight we just saw. Because if we were to say Corey, it would be Sterling versus Corey. Yeah. Uh, and we know how that goes. So yeah, I'm going to agree with you and say Cody, um, which then means that it's yeah Morais versus Yan on that side of the bracket and Sterling versus Cody on this side. Mm-hmm. Um. Tougher, much, much tougher. Really fights. tough. Yeah, I would say Sterling probably beats Cody. Um, yeah, although just, just I, I, I see it same happening the same as Corey fight. Just comes out hot, takes him at the back, and I, we don't really get to see uh, Cody Garbrandt on the ground. Not too often now. Sterling look great. I mean, he's got some decent coaches, so I assume like he's is is um. His grappling is probably fairly decent, but then mm. Sterling trains with, yeah, as we said last week, he trains with Matt Serra and the Gracies and so on and so forth. Exactly, like, yeah. Yeah, if he can catch him or, like, yeah, pin him against the cage in the, in the first round when they're still dry, um, yeah, I think he can probably probably get that win. Uh, Moraes versus Yan. Yeah, right. I'm not mm. clear. That's the fight we, we should have. That's the fight we should have had, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the fight we should be. Yeah, that would that would be superb. I couldn't even tell you who I would swing. I'll be happy to see both of them win, and then I think Morace probably tires enough to let Yan squeak the fight. Yeah, that is unless Yan is knocked out, uh, which is certainly possible because Morace has some beautiful head kicks. Um, but yeah, if it goes the distance, I can see Morace winning the first round. And much like in the Cejudo fight, yeah, and making the adjustments um, and making it a bit more of a, a pressure, pressurized brawl, uh, mm. doing enough to to win it. Because uh, this would be this would be the first five rounder for Yan. Yeah, but he's just he's never looked like he would slow. Like I've yeah. never seen even like in the third, I've not really seen him. Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, now I'm thinking Definitely. about it. Like, the in, the win that Yan's coming off of is against Uriah Faber, is it not? And, I mean, yeah, that dude is, is far past it, if not way more, than Aldo. So, that, yeah. once mm. again, is that a case of, like, over-hyping a win? Yes, he looked amazing, 
Um, but then, yeah, w- w- he probably should against Uriah Faber. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it could be a case of overhyping Jan's abilities. Uh, whereas where we've seen Moraes in there with Aljamain Sterling, we've seen him in there with great fighters and look great. Um, so I don't know. Now you've kind of got me walking that back. I'm not. I'm not so sure. Mm. Um, so we know it's Sterling fighting for the title. Yeah, definitely Sterling. And then I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave this up to you. I'm gonna let you make the call. Moraz. So you say Moraz. So the, yeah. the title shot then is a rematch because between Moraz and Moraz's Sterling. best knockout is against Sterling. We absolutely slapped him with a head kick. <laughs> now not to say he'd do that again you'd yeah, exactly yeah sterling obviously having fought him having that experience against him would be able to use that to his advantage but you've got to think morass would go in there with all the confidence in the world um especially coming off two wins over those guys mm. and then going in in the final to beat someone that he's already knocked out cold uh that would be one hell of a rematch. I'd love to see. Yeah, exactly. It. Yeah, I was just thinking that that'd be superb. I just, I don't know. I can't pick. I don't even think Sterling has lost a fight since that fight. No, he hasn't. I mean, if no. I'm if I'm if I'm saying who I want to win, Sterling. Yeah. Be rooting for Sterling. I think he's a great fighter and just a cool dude. Um, not to say Moraes isn't, but I think Sterling would be the underdog in that fight. Uh which just makes me root for him more. Um, but yeah, he's definitely got the skills to win it. It's just, yeah, can he avoid the, the power shots of Maurice long exactly. enough? Exactly. It'd be to, a great story. Right that. After, um, after them both having to win, sort of, it'd be three fights, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, how Become annoying is it this didn't happen? I like, know. It was right there. <laughs> it's so good. It when Cody right said there. it, I was like, Oh, that's a good idea. And the more I thought about it, the more I was like, I want that. <laughs> yeah, man. I just... Just give me that. Like, is Aldo, just there's no way the Brazilian audience are that much, make up it's that much of the pay-per-view buy. Yeah. This is what it means. It's not like it's a live gate because no one's going to be in the crowd. So it's like, there's no way they can be that much of the pay-per-view buy an audience that it justifies Jose Aldo, number six in the division, jumping all these guys. It's just like... The only thing I can think of is that they think Jan is going to be a star in the rest of the world and Aldo is the biggest name in that division. So if yeah. he beats him, they can really market him as like a legend killer. Because Uriah Faber was a legend in the lower weights, that especially back in the WEC days. He destroyed him. If he does the same to Aldo, he's destroyed the greatest featherweight of all time. Uh, that's what we're yeah, saying. That's where it makes sense. Isn't it? legend. So, yeah, I think that's probably what the matchmakers are, are thinking. Uh, but I just wish they went this way. Because if they did, we still would have got the Yan versus Aldo fight. So we would have had it anyway. He still would have been able to state that claim that he's a legend killer. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just it's, it's yeah. heartbreaking. It, it didn't happen. Um, because, well, as we're talking about it, like almost all of these fights sound great. Morales yeah, versus a Sankara probably wouldn't be that good. And there could um, be an easy upset in there. But they could, yeah, well, there could be a bunch of upsets. It's, it's all so close. Mm-hmm. It's such a good idea because, yeah. Yeah, man. The Sankara uh, Muhos could easily win one of their fights and then 
make a good run for it and become the champ. He would, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, if Josie Aldo did win, he wouldn't, he wouldn't get any complaints from any of us because he beat nope. three guys or two guys in the division. Three mm-hmm. guys. Three guys. He beat three legit guys. Well, and he beat anyone in Bantamweight. But mm. as it stands, he's beat no one in this weight class. <laughs> yeah. Just, it's just a real shame. Um, but anyway, so that's that. Uh, let us know if you if you disagree with any of our picks. Uh, let us know how you think the if we were to include the the top 16, how that would go. Um, yeah. Obviously, Frank Yeager coming down. I don't know if he breaks the top 15. He might do, so he might end up in that tournament if you did do that. Yeah. Um, put would Sean make a, make a run for it? <laughs> you say put Nunes in <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh yeah. man alright you know what I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have this out now so our mate Mike said he wanted us to answer this question he wanted he said he agreed with you when you said last week that Nunes should fight a man next <laughs> and I'm just I'm going to say here and now no she wouldn't because I knew she wouldn't no 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 but not only that her power would not rank would not be comparable she is knocking out women. I guarantee you, if you were to put her on some sort of machine and she was to crack even like a man in a lower weight class, I think it wouldn't be as hard. And that's no discredit to Nunes. I think she's one of the greatest fighters of all time. I just don't think... Like, it was the, when they were talking about Ronda, it was, it was more laughable. But this comeback now, and it's like, I get it. She's running through everybody. Um, yeah no one's just, talking about it though I, it's not something that they're considering they, no no not legitimately no no, yeah. you, no matchmakers are going it's just we? fun to talk about because uh, she's so dominant in the female class you just you think you think what's next and you it seems to be the only thing mm-hmm. that, that, that that could challenge her even if she was down there fighting um oh, see no no you couldn't even i couldn't even call a fight for her what what do you mean that she would win yeah I mean, yeah, you'd have but to put if you say, in, or Dominic like, Cruz or Sean O'Malley, who's now just, who's the lowest well, that, yeah. ranked 15, you think, not a chance. No, no don't. this is what I would do. I mean. Yeah. Horrible. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, like, it's a look, weird thing that I heard. I heard, so don't, worry, don't get me wrong, I'd be rooting for her, but at the same time, I don't know if I could even watch. I think I'd be like, I need, I can't, I don't know. I don't know why, but just, yeah, imagine we put Raymond Sugar Sean and he does to her what he did to Eddie Wineland. Yeah. And then, like, she doesn't recover. Sign of the times, though. <laughs> like, oh, you know what I mean? What, men beating up women? No. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what do you men, mean? Men and women competing in the same oh, okay. level. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, they're not, you don't say, oh, this guy just beat this guy up. And that's what that's, we watch this is because it's a sport. It's a man versus, it's a competitor versus a competitor. Yeah. And it um, needs to be competitive. That's what I was saying about her last fight. Yeah. And I think it would yeah. go the other way if you were to put her in against a dude. And I'd just be like, no, I don't want to see those fights when they're the same gender, mm-hmm. let alone when it's not. Um, but yeah, is it, is it, I mean, for me, her next fight, the, the only one that I went, oh, that's interesting. Is people are talking about her fighting Clarissa Shields, who's the the multi weight boxing champion. Um, I don't know if Clarissa would come over to the UFC or if Nunes would transition to boxing. Uh, I don't really want to see her leave the sport. I think she's good for it. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah she's maybe do a corner, she can go away for a, for that sort of uh, special bout and then come back. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's the only thing that she's not done. Um, yeah, she's beaten everyone else. Uh, mm. 
but anyway, we went on a massive tangent there. That was just a throwaway joke about Bernard in the top. Yeah. yeah. And I, uh, I bit. I bit down. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Reeled you in. Yeah. Got him. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. All right, then, mate. Well, uh, you've got some questions for me. Are you going first, are you? Should we do one each? Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. I like that. You, you're not right. I asked you before a recording, and you didn't give me an honest answer, I don't think. Are you going to try and embarrass me here? Yeah. <laughs> Oh shit! No, don't be silly. All right, let's go. Now, Give me a question. So, first okay, question is drum roll. Right. <laughs> who headlined UFC 100? Was it Brock Lesnar versus Frank Mir, John Fitch versus Paulo Tiago, Dan Henderson versus Michael Bisbin, or Dana White versus Tito Ortiz? <laughs> <laughs> I remember when Dana was training to fight Tito in boxing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was bizarre. Um, <laughs> no. So, yeah, what's your uh, what's your answer? Brock Lesnar versus Frank Mir 2. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so nice, easy one to start with. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was obviously, yeah, the rematch, because uh, Frank Mir was Lesnar's first fight in the UFC, I believe, and he mm-hmm. caught him in like an ankle lock or something, which That's is rare right, yeah. to see. Uh, and then, yeah, Le- Lesnar's, that win kind of went to his head. He got a bit cocky, slagged off Budweiser, uh, started going about drinking Cool's Light or whatever the fuck it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, got Dana in a lot of trouble, uh, as is Brock's way. Um, right now, good. Nice and, nice and easy one. Um, question one for you. My favorite fight. <laughs> is it A? Korean Zombie versus Leonard Garcia 1. B, Joe Lozon versus Jim Miller 1. C, Robbie Lawler versus Roy McDonald 2. Or D, Korean Superboy versus Cub Swanson. All of the above. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they're all great. Yeah, they're all out there. But which is my favorite fight? Uh, I'll go Robbie Lawler. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. great fight that is yeah uh, remember you saying about that being your favorite fight of all time and uh what 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 one to choose superb uh right then yeah that was my i think i was gonna say that was my easy one i don't think i've really put much it's not Not easy for the listeners to uh (laughs) well yeah i mean it's just me and you playing a lot like yeah yeah right what a piece of them mate give me yours so who was the first ever ufc champion Obviously, it was catch weight all the way up to sort of UFC 11. And UFC 12 had the first ever champion. Was it Mark Coleman, Vitor Belfer, Randy Couture, or Conor McGregor? <laughs> uh, it, I want to say it was Mark Coleman. Correct. It was Mark Coleman. Yeah, good. Because obviously, yeah. Vitor did win a light heavyweight title. Uh, but I don't know when that was. Yeah, this was after because it was like tournament style before yeah yeah yeah. that one like gracie was fighting ken shamrock and that sort of stuff that's Uh, right yeah okay cool wow thank god i got that right then mark holman yeah was the first ever it was a ufc heavyweight Mm -hmm. championship he really popularized ground and pound like before him it Mm. was quite the same um i think he's yeah in the the hall of fame for that pretty much that reason um that tournament win combined with that pioneering style uh right Question two. 
Oh my god, have I just given? Oh no, <laughs> I was about to say I thought I had a Hall of Fame question where Mark Coleman was the answer. <laughs> no, 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 never mind. Which of these fights is not in the Hall of Fame? So obviously they have a fight wing, so it's not just fighters; they have a fight wing. They Which do. of these fights is not in it? A. Matt Hughes versus Frank Trigg two. B. Frankie Edgar versus Gray Maynard two. C. Shogun Rua versus Dan Henderson one. Or D, Diego Sanchez versus Clay Guida. Oh, that one's in it. <laughs> uh, that got in it. That got put in it recently, I believe. Um, was it the oh, man? They're all so good. Frankie Edgar fight. Ah, uh, he's got it. I thought I was going to check yeah. you out there. Yeah, the yeah. Frankie Edgar fight isn't. Wow. I think it will be, but it's yeah, not, it's not definitely. Yet. Well, okay. Well, yeah, I'm glad I got that one, but that, <laughs> I was like, that's got to be in it. Yeah, They've man. all got to be in it. Yeah, well, fair play. All right, hit me. Right, so Jim Miller was the oh. first ever fighter to have 30 bouts in the UFC. So he's now on 34 fights, and obviously he's fighting uh, this weekend to be 35, which would bring him in line with the number one uh, most UFC bouts with who? Is it Diego Sanchez, Donald Cerrone, Jeremy Stevens, or CM Punk? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it's got to be Donald Cerrone. It is Donald Cerrone, yeah. Thank God for that. Okay. Yeah. I thought, gonna put, I thought you were going to put Bisping in there because I knew he, he had the record for most fights at one point. Oh, uh, right. Okay. And yeah, I Diego like, Sanchez was quite close. He's on about 31. Ah, uh, okay, cool. And Jeremy Stevens is even closer. I think he's he's in the top high, th- uh, like low thirties as well. And CM Punk should be up there. <laughs> yeah, he's, up he's there. just shy. Of, <laughs> right then. Thirty. Yeah. Uh, here we go. So you've now made me feel like a fool for saying the people at home can't join in, and I've done another question where they can't. But I just wanted to do stuff that was for us. <laughs> um, right. Question three. Which of these fights did we? Not see live. A. Brad Pickett versus Uriel Catra or Alcantara, sorry. B. OSP versus Jimmy Manoa. C. Mike Perry versus Alex Reyes. Or D. Vitor Belfort versus Gegard Mousasi. Oh, man. It's uh, the third one. Oh, what? I was sure you were going to get this wrong. No, yeah. I remember when I was there watching it live. Well, it's the only, only UFC card we've ever seen. But Mike Perry was on the card. Yeah. Oh, you remember? Damn, I was like, I'll throw him off because Mike Perry was on there. That and Brad was... Pickett, wasn't it? Yeah, Brad Pickett. No, yeah, when Brad's... Brad Pickett came out, he got his hat nicked, didn't he? Yeah, that was a Brad Pickett. Uh, sorry, that was Brad Pickett yeah. versus Yuri Alcantara. Mike Perry oh, yeah. Danny Roberts. Um, oh, sorry, yeah. And then it was um, OSP, wasn't it? So ASP versus Jimmy Manoa was the brutal knockout. Yeah. Uh, Vito Belfort versus Gegard was the co-main. Definitely remember that, yeah. It was obviously the uh, Bispin versus Henderson 2 in Manchester. That was amazing. uh, A great, great night. I really thought I was going to trip you up there. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Got to get one wrong. Uh, All right. We didn't didn't give each other these questions prehand. That's what it now sounds like. uh, (laughs) Yeah, no. Doing good. Uh, So your next one, mate. Yeah, go on. Which card did John Jones have his UFC debut? Oh, shit. Was it UFC 99, 
with Rich Frank, uh, Franklin versus Vlandley Silva. Was it UFC 87 with GSP and John Fitch? Was it UFC 113 with Leo Umashita versus uh, Shogun Rua? Or was it UFC 101 Joe Rogan versus Wesley Snipes? <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why I thought that, but yeah. What are these? Just, just a joke one there for you. No, that happened, guys. Um, <laughs> it nearly did. Did you on uh, Joe Rogan's uh, podcast? No, what's this? Yeah. So he was training to fight Wesley Snipes in an MMA bag. Sharp. Yeah, seriously. What? What, in the UFC? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I know. Great story. I would, my, I would, oh my God, yeah. Get CM Punk on there as a co-main, I'd be all over that. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, but yeah, Christ. so UFC 99, uh, UFC 87, or UFC I'm, 113? I'm going 87. 87? Because he fought on UFC 100. Yeah. And if they, and that was like his second, is either his second or his third fight in the UFC. I think maybe it was his second. Surely he didn't fight on 99. That would be a month before, would it not? It so would. I, I'm saying eight. Uh, the way you're saying that, I'm, I'm sticking with it. I'm going 87. Correct, 87. Oh, yes. Yes, versus John <laughs> Fitch. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Okay. Uh, right. Question four. Which of these MMA fighters played in the NFL? A. Randy Couture. B. Matt Mitrione. C. Tim Sylvia. Or D, Roy Big Country Nelson. Oh, I actually don't know this one. I didn't know any of them played in the NFL. I was hoping you were going to check like Brock Lesnar or <laughs> Greg Hardy. Greg Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go Roy Nelson. Uh, sorry, man. Oh. It's B, Matt Mitrium. Damn, I thought he'd maybe be like an offensive line or something. Yeah, I mean he's got the mm. yeah he had the build for it. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, I thought you'd uh, thought you'd know that uh, one. No. Right. Okay, hit me. Is it is it mm. my last question now, isn't it? Yeah. So you yeah. can win it all here if you get this one right, which I'm pretty sure you will. Um. So next UFC 251, we're going to see Alexander Volkanovsky fight Max Holloway. Yeah. What is his nickname? Is it Alexander the One Volkanovsky? Alexander Fancy Free Volkanovsky? Alexander the Great Volkanovsky or Alexander Not My Cup of Volkanovsky? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is Alexander the Great. The Great, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now I feel I went too hard. <laughs> I only got one wrong, so yeah, I'll take that. I just went on that one question. Like the other <laughs> one. Uh, okay, my last question for you. You get this. I oh, know I've won, right? You could, there's nothing you could do. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so BJ Penn is considered one of the greatest lightweights of all time, despite his record. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Is it A, 19 wins, 12 losses, and four draws? Is it B, 16 wins, 14 losses, and two draws? C, 14 wins, 16 losses, and two draws. Or D, 18 wins, 18 losses, and one draw. Buzzy hell. That is tough, isn't it? Uh, 
18 losses, 18 wins. Yeah, I'll go with that. 18 wins? Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Is that your final answer? What was, the, what was the third one again? So the third one was 14 wins, 16 losses, and two draws. I'll go for that. Sorry, yeah. You think he's got a losing record? Yeah. Yeah, after his... Uh, mm, I'll just be guessing. So yeah, I'm going to go 14 wins, 16 oh. losses. I can confirm is actually B. He's got 16 wins, 14 losses, and two draws. And two draws. Oh, I did him dirty there, didn't I? <laughs> oh, my match. What, did you count his street fights, though? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a fair few other losses. That we... <laughs> oh, man, what a fall from grace. I... I don't know if I've ever said it on this on this podcast, but I wrote an article years ago where I said he is, sorry, was, is, and always will be my favourite fighter of all time, and that mm. lasted about a year. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and then yeah. it just got really painful. Let you down time and after time. Became such a douche as well, like mm-hmm. fight, yeah, trying to get in fights on the street all the time, just not knowing it was time to call it a day. Uh, yeah, it was just really, really, there's something wrong with him. Um, and I'm worried that John Jones is, is going to go down that same path where he just, yeah, there's something wrong with him mentally or like there's a hole in his heart or in his soul or just well, something. It's just a constant alpha milk, isn't it? Just that. Yeah, man. Mm. Um, and like the thing that made BJ great was that it, his motto was just scrap. Like I'd fight anywhere, anytime, any place is also the thing that made him bad because that mentality stuck with him when he should long, long, long have retired uh, and continue to just fight anyone, anywhere, regardless of weight. Uh, famously fought Leota Machida, heavyweight, um, despite being a, a natural lightweight uh, and is going as low as 145. Like, what was he doing at, at heavyweight? Um, but yeah, guy, crazy career. It's a shame what happened to him. Uh, I uh, That's what I meant by hard question. Like, that last one was probably not oh, yeah. Yeah. fair. Yeah. Uh, but regardless, I won. <laughs> what the <laughs> mate? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, indeed. Well, yeah, that was it. I mean, we I could. I know you more than I knew UFC by the sounds of it. <laughs> yeah, indeed. <laughs> uh, I just can't believe you got the um, the ones we saw live because even though it was amazing, like to see it, I was so knackered. Like most of that card is just a blur for me. Yeah. Yeah, I've got the program right in front of me there. No. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, frame yeah. Four. yeah, that's it. No, it, it yeah. was uh, yeah, that was a great time. That was a memory to never forget. So mm-hmm. um obviously Leo Mashida versus Gegar Musasi was one of the best things to see live. So uh, you just said a memory never to forget that you just got it wrong. <laughs> it was Vito oh, Belfler. Vito Belfler, sorry, that's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> 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 on that note <laughs> should we it's because i was looking at one of my questions uh oh, okay oh, but yeah yeah beautiful welfare and gay god it was a shame that he um obviously left the ufc oh man gay god is the biggest loss as far oh. as i'm concerned like, over mike mouse or well mighty mouse had proved what he had to prove so he'd done what he needed to do. He had like most offenses. He beat everyone there was to beat. The only thing really that he didn't do was go up in weight class. Um, but you know, he didn't need to do that. He was, he is the greatest that division's ever seen. He's one of the greatest mixed martial artists of all time. Um, and the UFC just didn't want him. Whereas Gay Guide was 
coming into his own, was making another run at the title. Uh, but not only that, had become like a really compelling personality. Like his interviews were really yeah. dry. He was really funny. Like he wasn't awkward or stilted anymore. Like when he first came into the company, he was ace and he was slowly becoming one of my favorites. And I think that night really cemented it because both me and you were, were big Vitor fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think we were particularly upset when Gegard destroyed him because we were like, that's another name that's getting him towards that title shot. Exactly, uh, yeah. And then and he left the UFC on a win streak, mm-hmm. which is just crazy. Like even Mighty Mouse left after a loss. Yeah, um, it's very true. Yeah, why they let him go, I don't know. Uh, if we could have anyone back, yeah, I think I would take. Uh, I think I would take him over anyone. Uh, the only one that would possibly be in conversation would be Cyborg just to run that fight back, just to see if it would go any differently. Now that she knows that she can be knocked out, would she perhaps fight Nunes without that? You know, she wouldn't perhaps swing for the fences mm-hmm. and then fight a bit more strategically. Uh, that is a rematch I wouldn't mind seeing. But I think, yeah, if I could have any fighter that's left the UFC, come back, uh, it would be Gay Guy Musassi. Nice. Which was not oh. a question that was asked of me. <laughs> no, I've answered it anyway. That's fine. That's good chat. But uh, yeah, cheers. Thanks for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, man. So next time, I guess, because like UFC 251 is uh, July 11th, I believe. Yeah. Um, so we've got a couple more of the smaller cards. So I guess we'll yeah. just do uh, like a small roundup on them and just news and notes. News and notes and uh, hopefully get some, some fan questions again. Yeah, indeed. Um, but yeah, until then. I hope you enjoyed it, guys. All the best. And catch you next time. Oh, before we go, tomorrow is uh, is Jason's birthday. So <laughs> if you want to send him any birthday wishes or a piece. Well, it'll be today yeah. by the time you edit and put this up. True. But yeah, you can uh, you can catch us at Touch of Gloves. Um, yeah, happy birthday, Jason. Cheers. Cheers, Anne. Cheers, guys. Bye. Bye.